Yeah. What podcast episode twenty seven? Go. What the fuck? That was fast. What do you mean that was fast? What about you? I'm sorry. Uh, War podcast you just, you just episode twenty seven. Go. Rich, you this podcast. Go. Am I still peeking? No, you're good now. Peeking. Hi, Dan. Hi. Mason. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Mason. Hi, Alex. Hi, Mason. We're back. When was the last time we recorded a podcast? A uh, week ago. Week ten, and a half ten ago. Days was it a week ago? Ten, ten days, days ago. It was, a, it was a Wednesday. What are you doing? Why are you miss counting everybody. that way? I miss I miss you, internet listeners. <laughs> well, I, like, you miss me because I pretty much hang out with you every day. Yeah. No, no. He misses me. No, I miss, I miss Dylan. I haven't seen Dylan in ten days. That's Where you been, man? Ten need days. Some, need some Dylan love in my life. Working on stuff. Got hit with a bunch of assignments. Got to work on that. Dang. I feel like we had a really busy week. We've had a really busy month. Two months, it feels like. I don't even know anymore. It all just blurs together. Yep. Well, the whole applying for jobs thing also fucks everything up. Yeah, there's that. It's a big time sink. Video editing takes a long time. Up. Takes a long time. Up. Use your participation platforms. UPP. Pop filters to the test. UPP. What's going on, guys? Oh, you know, chilling. All right, <laughs> just riveting. What? Yeah, chilling with the villains. Well, okay. So ten days have gone by since the last podcast. Any ward updates, Dylan? Dylan, ward update. Go. Uh, marketing plan. Working on it. Nice. Yay. Status report. Um. Um. Uh, we're gonna. <laughs> we want to make video games, and we want people to buy them. Yes. So we can have a job doing this forever. Yeah, it's just one page. It says one video page. games. Buy them. Buy now. I, I'm no, actually apply directly to the head. I'm using. <laughs> I'm using Alex as my example customer. Am I your user persona? Yeah. Nice. God. I have made it into so many things as a persona or well, just like a that, side character. I feel it's, like in terms of the XDs, you and I are the the two that always end up in people's presentations. Yep. We have that great profile picture. Thank just you. Smiling man. So with I put the, with that the, up. With the red and the blue burn on it. No, I didn't put that one on. I put the regular one on. No, you said he put the great one on. Alex. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Not, not the one that's Rudolph from Polygon.com. <laughs> they use purple and green. Fair enough. Fair enough. And low poly illustrations. Mine's just a photo. True story. Dan's photo is a sketch cartoon of a guy. It is. Saying, I'm a consumer whore. Okay. And, we're, and how. And how. I haven't updated my Facebook profile picture in like five years. I was still living at home when I had that Instagram picture. just told me to follow you. And I was like, wait, there's no way Dylan uses Instagram. Oh, man. <laughs> Dylan's all over Instagram. Instagram's great. <laughs> Dylan's Instagram's pretty good. It's a joke platform for me. That's all it is. So. <laughs> I work out my material before I go in for the Thursday night open mic. I take a picture of all the stupid license plates I see around campus. And there are a lot of them. Oh, yeah. You know what I've been listening to recently? No. The Ward Podcast. Well, that too. Go. Oh, Go. sorry. Uh, <laughs> the Reflex. The Firewatch soundtrack. Yeah? Ah. It's really, really good. The first three quarters of it are really good. I think one thing that I've... Um, there's a, a podcast that used to do this called... Uh, it's on 1UP. Fuck. It was uh, Re- not Rebel FM, but 1UP FM. Mm-hmm. And every year they would do a yearly music podcast where they would go through and play... like their, Each person would bring their favorite game soundtrack from the year and they'd play like, a minute of it for each one. I think we should do something like that. I think there's enough of us that appreciate. I love yeah. the Firewatch soundtrack. I, I love the Firewatch soundtrack as well. And for me, scores and soundtracks are crucial to gaming. 
um, yeah. and really important. Um, yeah. So you listen to the Firewatch uh, soundtrack. The Firewatch soundtrack. You like the Firewatch soundtrack? I let's do. just jump right in. Let's just jump right in. We let's pro- talk about Firewatch. Let's, let's talk about Firewatch. Yeah. Yeah. Firewatch. Yep. Yeah. Spoiler warning. If you're, yeah, this you is happening. Want to not listen for the next 10, 20 minutes. Or seriously, just take two hours out of your day. And just go, go play it. Go play yeah. it. No, it's, it's more like a four or five. Uh, I, I did it in about two and a half, I think. I really? What yeah. I I'm sure I did in more than like four or five. I did in two sessions. I wish I had taken my time I did mine in two sessions in one day, though. I did mine in two sessions in one day, but I would say it was probably about three hours. All right, so since we all... It's finally happening. Finally we happened. finally all finished a game. That's right. We could talk about the narrative of a game without worrying about spoiling for anyone. It That's finally right. happened. Uh, so the dragon. So yeah. So <laughs> that dragon. The part cancer. where you get the minigun. <laughs> um, Three hours for me. Really? Yep. Nice. I could have sworn it was longer. Well, and you can, so, you can wander. It's just that so not much to do if you wander. Mm-hmm. How do we want to talk about this? Um, Initial impressions or. I, mean, go, I think go if around. you talk about it the way, what you, would you take away from yeah, it? Yeah, talk about your positives, your negatives, and we'll go around the room. All right. Um, I thought the setting and the appearance of the setting was great. Like I, th- I, I really like the art direction. I know Mason. Thanks, Ollie Moss. I know Mason's a real big fan I of Ollie Moss. It. I fucking love Ollie Moss. Every so, skybox was gorgeous. Yeah. But just, um, I didn't break the, um, I didn't pull out the disposable camera until the part where you're walking around during sunset in the southern, like, forested grove area, and all the red lighting's coming through the trees. I'm like, all right, I'm going to start taking photographs. And you that can get, grove was cool looking. And you can get those printed. Yeah. All the photo- can you? Yep. Yeah. At Whoa. the end of the game, it's, it shows you, you can sign up and have them emailed to you, and you can pay, like, 15 bucks and have your whole roll. Uh, emailed. I must have to totally you. missed that. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you can go back because on the main yeah. menu it says photos, and you just go in there. Uh, okay. I think there's an option gonna, to get them. We do that. Uh, but yeah, I really like that. I really like the characterizations of all the characters. I thought Hen- Henry and um, I really liked Henry. Henry and Delilah. Delilah. Were, I really like really Delilah. They were Great. super well rounded. It never have I seen a character just so unique because I feel like a lot of male protagonists in games like you you'll see variations but sometimes they're all coming off the same mold but henry is just 100 percent his own person and i yeah. don't know no, who's absolutely the, who's the voice actor for him it's the it's harry crane from Mad Men. yeah uh, i forget his name i forget yeah I okay. yeah but it's it's it, yeah harry crane but from he, Mad Men. he lends so much to that performance yeah and the voice actress for Delilah does too, but she's um so from Walking Dead season one, yeah. Telltale, she played Katya, Kenny's wife. Okay, yeah. Rick okay. Sommer. Rick, yeah, Rick Rick Sommer. Is oh, Rick, I think it's Rich. Rich, Rich, Rich. yeah, Richard Sommer. Um, He's great. He was. I like great. his character model a lot. Yeah, I like his knuckles. Mm-hmm. Sweet looking knuckles. I will yeah. say I, I did find it humorous that they have the like swinging hands back and forth that slowly come into the first person perspective as you're playing as you're walking. I think it's after a while it felt natural. It did. Yeah, Yeah. it did. Yeah, I never, I never bothered me. Yeah, and then like when you look down and you see his kind of foreshortened the rest of his body, it's like Mm -hmm. you notice that your knees get more and like sunburnt and stuff throughout the game. Really? Mm -hmm. I didn't notice that. I like the part where he props his legs up on the desk in the tower, Mm -hmm. and like I like their rendition of what like hairy legs and arms look like. It's just those like little line marks. Yeah. Yep. Because that's really hard to do in anything that's not a realistic style. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Being a man yeah. with hairy arms, I, I love the that. art direction. I saw my wiener, or Harry's wiener. 
Yeah. I mean, in, the, in the notebook. I mean, Henry. Yep, uh, yep, that's right. Henry. Um, okay, so here's Henry. one thing that fucked me up. What? Hank is a third, is like a short for Henry, right? Yeah, it's a nickname. Yes. I thought that was part of like me losing my mind. That my name changed. So the whole time, me and Sarah were like, <laughs> who's Hank? Who's Henry? So. Nope. I didn't well, know there was, that. There is actually a dialogue option where the first time she calls you Hank, you can respond. He was like, depending on the, the interaction, she's joking with him, call him, calls him Hank, and he's like, oh no, it's Henry. Yeah. And then at the very end, she says, she Hank, says Hank, bye Hank. Bye Hank. Um, and so that if you had that dialogue option and you show, and he was like, no, I don't want you to call me that, uh, it just made it more poignant at the end there. So if you are okay with being called Hank, does she call you Hank the rest of the game? No. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure why I picked say. I feel like I said call me Hank, but she called me Henry the, the entire time. Yeah. Well, that probably would have been very difficult to yeah. account for all the different times she calls you Hank or yeah. Henry. I, I think what the game did that I really appreciated um, in a way that I, have, I haven't had anything is that it, it tackled a very uh, interesting issue with uh, the dementia storyline and, and kind of what it means to, to kind of question your own sanity in a way that I think that only an interactive thing could have you feel the way that you did because you're questioning it's not an unreliable narrator it's an unreliable or maybe it is I don't even know how to describe it but like I really felt like at a point in that game when, when it's building up to the climax that I really did feel like perhaps he is losing his mind well I think they wanted you to feel that that was going to end up being the case and then it wasn't but I and that's one of the reasons I was I don't want to say disappointed the minute the game ended I I after about an hour after the game ended, I loved it, but I had a lot of complex emotions after. Um, but what I really liked about it, that to, to your point, Mason, about what you can really only experience with an interactive game, is that idea, not, not just that idea of let's tackle a complex thing like dementia, but let's tackle the complexities of the responsibilities of being an adult. That's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and I think that's... Having what... to, you know, I mean, he runs away from that. He mm-hmm. ships his wife to her family in Australia and just runs away. And there have been a lot of times where I've, I can relate to that as an adult, where it's like, man, life is stressful right now. I just want to get in my car and drive away. And, you know, it was, it's interesting to, to take on that role for three hours of someone who really, it, it was too much for him to handle his life on a regular basis. Um, you know, and so there's a lot of I, I can empathize with that situation. Um, obviously, my, my wife is it doesn't have early onset dementia or anything like that. It's less about that, but just the idea of running away from your responsibilities um, to kind of find yourself and 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 ultimately not really get the answers that I think you were looking for, but still getting the answers of. You know, you still need to be an adult and go back to your life. Keep on trucking. Yeah, I think um, I think the theme of the game was more about what you're saying there, Dan, about yeah. being about trying to run away from your responsibilities than it was about looking into dementia. Yeah, because I didn't. Oh, even... I don't. I don't think I wasn't saying that at all. But that was yeah. the theme. I was saying it did that really well. Where it, 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 yeah. It, it, it tackled an issue that I think games are really good at tackling. Uh-huh. I, I agree. I wasn't saying, See, I don't think that I, was the main theme of it. it, it that could have just been totally lost me, but I didn't really think of that until the ending afterwards when we discussed it. Um, I did get the running away thing, um, but maybe I was just totally buying into the character that I felt like these things were actually happening. Um, I wasn't oh, oh they to... were actually happening, but, but there were moments where 
he even says, "Am I losing my right. mind?" Yeah. There yeah. are whole yeah. sequences and, where and they feed in. That's not a red herring that no, I fell into. No. It's a set, it's a set well, the up. other thing is, so I don't know. You know, you have the option of how much you want to get into with Delilah early in the game, and I was very open early yeah, on same. about. Yeah, so was I. I wasn't my wife. Yeah, mm. and and I think that that led me to kind of you know really early on in the game feel like this person, this character that I'm inhabiting is. Um very aware of what's going on in his life, but very unsure. And so the more that progressed, the more I kept thinking, wait a minute, you know, I wonder if he is really the one with the, I mean, there were points where I was like, this game is going to get to an uh, an end point where he's going to wake up in a hospital or something. And this was all a dream. I don't know if that's where they're going. Um, And, and, you know, at very first, at the very first moment when the game ended and I felt all this mix of emotion, one of them being disappointment, I was wondering if I was disappointed that it didn't go that direction. And, and once I had time to think about it, I realized that it, that wasn't the case. Um, and I'm actually glad they didn't do that. I'm glad they ended it the way they did. But uh, definitely a lot of, I think, red herrings for me that made me question who I was as, the, as that character, what was going to happen, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like the ending. Like, I like the ending from the perspective of Delilah not wanting to interact with you and leaving mm-hmm. before you get there. Like, I like that because there's this, like, heart racing moment. It's like, oh, I finally get to meet this person. And then she's gone. And she's gone, yeah. And then you're pissed. Yeah. But I felt like the whole subplot with the dad and the son was so kind of. Yeah. yeah. Was like. The, the thing with the, the shoe, telegraphed it from a mile yeah. away. We talked about it, that. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. As soon as I saw the shoe, my kid's dead. The shoe? Oh, yeah. There's a shoe that you look down the cave and you see this like. Uh, yeah. Shoe. See, I didn't notice and that. It, uh, it completely. I think Alex and I immediately put together what was going to happen. Yeah. Not necessarily the the, the dad part, but. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I knew I was going to yeah. see a kid's body. I think that was meant more to add exposition to Delilah's Delilah as a foil to your character because she's running away from a lot as well, and that idea of, you know, she had some complicit. Uh, the fact that she turned an eye, knowing that that he should not have had his son there, but he she liked the son and so she let him stay there. The, the fact that she felt the guilt associated with him dying, I thought that was where that aspect of the story came in nicely, and they tackled that well and all well, that kind of th- thing. But I described this to Alex and Dylan, and I want you to hear what you thought of this. Is that my issue with the ending? I mean, it was fine. Like it, well, it was. Well, no. I was going to say real quick before we talk much about the ending. Did you guys get on the helicopter? Did you all get on the helicopter? Yeah. yeah. I didn't wait. Is there a way to if not? You, yeah. If you wait, it leaves. If you wait, it leaves. And then you're stuck. And then you die. Cool. I got but the you really, you die? Well, I mean, that's, it implies, the, that's, the, that's the implication. Implies that the fire consumes the area. Wow. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, in so that, a firefighter just like the one, like the, the character model that's like doing the same motion over and over, just like, <laughs> come give on, you the bird. Because <laughs> I did sit and I was like, oh, another character. I finally get to see one. And yeah. he was just like beckoning me. And they just kept <laughs> beckoning me. And I'm like, come, of all the games that should reference what's happening, it should be this one. And yeah. Didn't. Um, but anyway, so you're. So you died? You. Uh, no, I got out on the helicopter. Uh, did you look it up? So, or what something? I was telling. Okay. So, here's yeah, my issue is that what the game. And in a way that a lot of games really struggle with, and I think that it's the perfect length, it really has this awesome rising action. Like, you really, you it, it, it's paced in a way where it has these, this ebb and flow. Really, really good pacing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so that's the thing. So it's this awesome curve upwards, especially as you, you start finding the tower. You know what I mean? And like, that rise is awesome. And I think that the falling on the other side of it 
It's just a cliff down. Yeah, because you don't res- like the character Henry does not resolve anything himself. It's Which, all just resolved around him. But what? And my larger issue yeah. is it, it's it's the the rate at the resolution happens and then like it happens and then the game ends. It's yeah. just a straight fall down. There's no a, denouement. And and I don't need it to match the exact curve on the way up, but I, I needed more. And I drew it for a house where it's literally like it's a it's a ramp up and then a, a right angle down. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where I think I had a hard time with it. Not because I, I didn't like how it resolved. And I didn't like kind of the what it was trying to say about this guy that was running away. And the, the, the themes were all cool. I just felt like it. they had nailed this this, this rising action and in, in, in building this the emotion that you really wanted to be a part of. And they, they, they could have just hit it even harder out of the park by nailing that. Well, he, here's what I took away from the ending. I agree with you that it did just have a sharp decline downwards. But... My big thing was that I just felt so completely bummed out and just a sense of vague unease and unsolvable dysphoria. Yeah. Uh, See, I think that's good. Yeah, no, that is no no game has ever done that for me where it it kind of it it reflected real life in that anything can can come crashing down around you at a moment's notice with no solution. And you know, it, it turns out there isn't some big conspiracy. It's just a crazy man whose child died hanging out in the woods. And this woman who you've built a strong connection to, or at least you thought you have, wants nothing to do with you. And well, she's gone. And as, as as storytellers, what they did was yeah. they, they... The 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 ending was the, the rational... The, the, the most rational thing that could have happened. Like, right. Everything's normal. Everything's fine. But as storytellers, they presented a world that you started believing that something else could be going on. And I think that's really... Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. That's cool. We'll add it out. And, I mean, Gone Home does that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Where it's trying to make you feel like a horror game. Yeah. Uh, I like this of all the... Wait, is it supposed to feel like a horror game? I still haven't played it yet. Gone Home. Do I I need... I'm going to doubt. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I was going to say that I played it wrong, in a sense, because I didn't get scared. and like Because there are parts that are supposed to feel like a horror game. Wow. Well, and the mechanics of it are very... Yeah, it's 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 not. You're walking through a home. You don't yeah. ever feel and scared. all the lights are off. Right oh, after oh, after playing that. Firewatch, um, I downloaded Dear Esther. I haven't started playing it yet. Now that's the game uh, that this should have been. Okay, um, I started. I haven't started playing it yet, um, but I have it, and uh, and I'm gonna download Gone Home as well. Um, so the thing, so because like obviously these three games kind of have a lot in common, but the problem I had with Firewatch is that. Because so much of the story that implicates so much of the of the side story with um, the other hiker, the other fire watchman, and his son that dies, because that is so pivotal to the second act, it it kind of was a problem because I didn't really pay attention to it in the first act, and they reiterate it a couple times. Like Delilah kind of keeps referencing it again, but I. When when we start coming back to it, I'm like, all right, well, how did this work again? And, and who's my, the name of who? Yeah, it's like, well, because they're telling me all these, like, I don't see any characters on the screen, and it might have been the problem that I played it in two different sessions on two different days instead of playing it all at once. Like, I think playing it all at once, playing it all at once, because I played Dear Esther and Gone Home all at once, and they'd use the same kind of narrative hooks of like everything's being explained to you, you don't see anyone. Mm-hmm. You'll see like photographic representations of them in the house or something, but like those characters felt they made more sense to me. So that might have been my fatal flaw in this game and might have ultimately caused me not to like it as much. I, I would agree with that but assessment. I, don't, I, I, I think that also shows some holes in their in the way the narrative is structured. 
I think that that's not entirely your fault. I think that playing well, it all at once is the way to do it. Yeah, the reason and the reason I think that and the reason I think that you maybe didn't. But get I don't think I don't think you played it. I don't think you played it wrong. No, I don't think you played it wrong. I either, think that the way you played think, exposed more flaws in the story. I think that one of the big things for me why it was okay that that plotline sort of disappeared for a while is because I was doing it all at once. Where that's what the fact that it disappeared is what propelled me to think that there's something else going on and second guessing everything and you know this idea of wait what what is all the what who's listening to me why on the radio these rock formations everywhere why are these rock formations i mean there were a lot of things those? like that yeah the, the little I, ones they're actually they're 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 everywhere they the little crazy the little rocks yeah i didn't yeah. realize i was looking at something that shouldn't have been there i thought they're they're, they're just part of they're like a thing in hiking like, like yeah you see like a witch kind of thing uh it's like some i don't know my mom always did it um i i wish i had explored more and tried to find more weird shit there's see now is, is there stuff to find there's a turtle there's I'm a turtle there's you a couple turtles, turtles. I didn't find you, can, turtle. you can have a pet turtle take him back to your turtle? thing you have a pet turtle i didn't have oh, i yeah. named him turt reynolds <laughs> that's awesome that's, that's I, that awesome. was like one of my favorite sequences in the Damn. game i think because yeah. I think what uh it, there's a cabin that plays I, no i found the 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 burned out cabin. So that's again where like certain Wait, things is that like the, that. The Boy Scout yeah, camp? that's not the Boy Scout no, no, area. No, 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 no. There's no. another cabin that it's to the northeast. It's, it's burned out. There's like a guitar in it that you can interact with, and it's completely burned out. It's and completely if you take burned a step out. Forward, you would fall off the uh, side of a cliff. Yeah, yes. and so it's and and it's not referenced at any point in the game. Um, and so draw it on his map. Like, that was fun. that was I one like of those, mechanic. and that I was, found that early that on. Um, it's it because you find it, it when you're going up when the girls cut the wire. So they didn't cut the wire, right? Because it was the it dude. It was the dude. He, he framed when you, them. When you think it was the girls, yeah, right. So when you think the girls cut the wire, um, I found this cabin, and so it was a lot of things going on at once. Where I'm like, wait a minute, am I am I actually here? And I died. And this like what there were there. It was one of those moments where. Ordinarily, I would hate if they put something in that you didn't. It didn't have any purpose in a game like that, where oh. everything kind of ha- has a purpose. Um, but there's a lot but, of things that are there that don't have. No, that, there's a lot of red herrings, in that right? Game. And that's what and that's what I liked about it. It did a really nice job at making me appreciate the narrative going forward because of what it made me question. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I I liked. Okay, one thing I'll say is that I, I totally feel fine spending the money I spent on it because it was cool and it was awesome to play with Sarah. Yeah, like, she liked. She it. was like. Super in, like all in, and she wanted to play, so I like that. I don't think I wish they had done more with the fact that it was a game, because mm. to me it felt like I was just playing um, a movie. No, and 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 it's to yeah. me to these these are designers that I I love that that love the games that I love, which is like Far Cry Two and these these systematic games, and they made a Call of Duty roller coaster. Yeah, they yeah. made they made a critical path game, which yep. is fine. I was just kind of hoping from these guys that I, like Jake Rock and I know has come out and said stuff about liking these um, games that kind of emerge and, and, and kind of happen around you the way that like a Fallout or a Stalker does. And it, I didn't expect them to make a game of that scope, but I did expect a game with more depth. more agency huh. and not depth. Like I, I just wish more, I wish yeah. that when I brought my boombacks back, I hauled it and I listened to that fucking song. Over and over to the point where Sarah oh, got mad at the same see, thing. See, I threw the boombox in the water, and and that was cool. And that, I, that I, whole sequence is yeah. awesome. I wanted yeah. more of those. That's all I wanted. Is that like I wanted simple ways that I could divert it a couple of ways. Yeah, but because I feel like it and was they had way more open. They had opportunity to do, opportunity to do that 
with all of the item boxes that were around. Yeah. When in reality, all those really did were they they updated your map in a way that wasn't really necessary and gave you that backstory of those two guys. I did really like that I, it was one passcode for every lock. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, except later, except, except, the except one, for the one later. But it was five, yeah. six, seven, eight. Yeah. <laughs> so did you? Um. So I, I never made any sense of the two rangers. The, their story. I, well, I, the one was. I thought the one was like depressed. Yeah, it was like yeah. cheating on his wife or something like I that. I thought that they were. I thought they were in love. Me too. Oh, I didn't. Ultima- I thought that was the ultimate mm. implication. I thought one was really into the other one. I thought what, that's what I thought. And the it was. other one. I was thought the not. final. I thought the final thing was like the guy who is always like the I'm a bro. You can't talk to me about your feelings because I'm always chasing chicks. I think he actually ultimately was in love with the other guy. Mm. I, I think was the implication I, I may have there. missed one or read them out of order. I missed a lot of them. Yeah. Like, that was another kind of, like, subplot that I well, didn't really... And I really liked how your your home base would update, but it didn't update enough for me. Are you, are you using the Jeff Gershman argument where he's like, I threw the baseball in the in the uh, outhouse, but the baseball didn't stay in the toilet. Every next day, I went to the outhouse. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> the baseball was somewhere else. Yeah. So, yeah. but, but the same thing, like, I brought the boombox back, and I kind of wanted to have that. Like, I wanted, I wanted to feel like I had more control over it because i think that it, it, this game is, is so close to being just it feels so much yours and i think if it had that extra step it would it would be something that i would like this is one of my favorite games but because it's not that i feel like it's kind of i'm just being guided around yeah mm-hmm. and, and not taking advantage of it but as a game designer i think you have the ability to make players feel like they are in control even when they're not and a game that does that really well um you know i think that the mass effect series makes you feel like you're in control of a narrative that you're really not in control of. Well, I mean, so this does thing, the same thing, too. One thing I will say is we keep talking and comparing this to games made by AAA studios with yeah. hundreds of employees that... Well, I, I would argue that, that Gone Home stuff. does it better than... Um, well, I'm, I'm going to say that you're going to see something similar to what Fulbright did, is that Gone Home was this relatively smaller thing, uh-huh. where it was really successful, and then Tacoma is so much wider in scope. awesome. And I think the same thing's going to happen with Campo Santo. We can't talk small teams without talking about No Man's Sky. Right. Yeah. No Man's Sky, like Hello well, Games well, is 10 so people. The point I was getting at wasn't that small teams can't make great games. It's that ine- inevitably they will have to prioritize certain things over others. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it's pretty obvious with this that they prioritized graphics, story, sound design, not voice acting for PS4. Yeah. What's that? This game was way too hard on was, my PC it, for what it was. It was buggy on PS4. Really? Like it's, it's it's not optimized. I, I, totally I heard that I, it, I had a smooth experience. I heard on that PS4. they released a patch for it uh, two days ago. That mm. but my point is, is that, that I don't but, I don't I don't think you get a pass for that. I think that when you're uh, if you're if you're designers that have come out and talked about this the way they have, yeah. I think that I, that I. Well, I don't think you get a pass. I'm just saying that I think I think that maybe if they were able to employ five more people, even. Yeah, they, could, it, they could have had just a little bit more of that. It was a resource equation, or or or, um, or you 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 solve the problem by you you don't present vignettes that have like the stereo sequence. You know what I mean? You don't right. do those because then it, the problem is that you showed me what you can do and then you didn't do it again or mm-hmm. you didn't do more of it. That's my issue. It's not it's not a scope thing. Like I didn't need Firewatch to be bigger. I just needed it to be. No, I don't mean bigger. I just mean. And I you went more that I had to thing. click to get down on things that drove me crazy. I did. Yeah. I did. They should just have it. You run up and say, I'll activate I will say, Did you did you play it with yeah. a controller? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I, you said click, so I wasn't sure if you were playing it with a mouse. I could not imagine playing it with a mouse. I tried doing it, and and it 
for two seconds, and I said, fuck this, and went and got my Xbox controller. Yep. Well, the, oh, the that, Xbox but. One driver's all jacked up on it. because It worked fine on worked, mine, though. worked fine for me. Yeah, yeah for some people, people, it hasn't been. Mm. Like, the directional pad isn't working for some people, so mm. they can't bring up the map. Oh. Um, so that that was, like, my big my big complaint, besides that, that, that rising action thing I said, but I, I still really think um, Firewatch left an impression on me that a lot of games that don't, you know, and I, and I really, really liked... I. It made me feel things, and there are a lot of games that I can't say that right. about. Yeah. But you know Very what it true. didn't make me feel anything about? Is what? that if you're going to show a dead kid on screen, I feel like that fell really flat. For I me. will agree with that. Yeah. Because I was way more emotional when Hank got emotional and he was freaking out because he yeah. was questioning reality. Oh, yeah. That fucked with me. That messed oh, with yeah. me. Because I, like, I was like, oh, no. And then I see this kid and like the music's swelling up and I'm just like beelining around the kid. I'm like, <laughs> he oh, like steps over right, him. Pretty like, much. Well, next thing. Yeah. yeah. Was, no, I agree with that. Well, in, in, I will in, say I thought they did a nice job though <coughs> the, with the, the kids' hideout. campsite. I love oh, the yeah. kids' fort. I, I had a lot of emotional there. Like his 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 D and the yeah, character dragons, but it was whatever. Wizards and wyverns. What was it? Yeah, it was wizards and wyverns. Yeah, that's And and they just they really did a great job at figuring out how to put a lot of expository into a very small space uh, and if you were willing to put the time in you got yeah. a lot out of it which I liked and that and the fort was like that was cool because it did feel like yours because you feel like you were exploring it and I liked that you know what I mean like you yeah. felt like you were you were seeing it they weren't showing it to you right. Right. but the kid they were showing to you yeah. yeah. and I think that that's where I think whatever they do next I want to see more of the, the first thing I said not not have like, you interact with it I mean but that's all like not gone. interact but like I, I feel like that the the fort when I, even just walking around it is yeah. good enough for me there does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah. like like the, no one is expressly telling you that you should feel sad now because right. this is but I mean I think gone home does that a lot and I think that's really good and I, and I, I understand where firewatch is kind of failing at doing that but I also think firewatch is trying to be a bigger scope. They were trying to be a bigger opener than something like Dear Esther or, or yeah. Gone Home, well, which is also, commendable. I, think I like were, Firewatch. I think Firewatch was trying to be a little more ambiguous with stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Um, to let you feel your own feelings about it. Yeah. But okay. Here's something interesting. Maybe you guys can help me analyze this. But when I go to different areas in The Witness, I have this great sense of exploration, even if the area isn't much different than the one I saw before. Um with Firewatch, I didn't feel like anything I was exploring was truly an exploration. It, it still felt like it was on rails. Well, just because they were telling you to go there. No, well, I think even, also the even when I went off the path, off, it's that same Call of Duty thing I said earlier, where it's critical, critical path. path. There's, there's, I could see the route. Yeah, but I still liked slowly learning the geography. Yep. Over I liked, time, I liked that too. I just wish there are ways to go off the path to get to another path. Right. And yeah. they give you yeah. these tools to explore. Yeah. It'd be cool to set up ropes to make shortcuts the way that Dark Souls does. Because like Dark Souls has the, the huge critical yeah. path thing or the, the, the lines you can go, but then you can crisscross. Yeah, and they I, almost have that because you can put the rope lines mm-hmm. down. And, That's what I mean. And, and then you get the axe to cut down trees. I was like, oh, sweet. I can go make shortcuts now or I can do... Yeah, you do that like twice. So it, I, I miss when games would introduce a mechanic. Like, let's say it's a, a pick to climb over mountains. And, and change their... Well, Tomb Raider does that really well. Yeah, <laughs> but... That, well, I feel like older games, they wouldn't be able to account for everything. So you'd get to like a mountain and you would climb over it and glitch to the top of the mountain or something. Just kind of like making your own way and like, oh, I should not have been able to get over that mountain. Like I walked at a 93 degree angle to get across Sky this mountain. Horses. Yeah, yeah, that. But and that I don't know, something about that in games just feels more fun to me. I agree. 
I will say though, you know, with games like like open world games like Skyrim or Oblivion, more, um, you know, there's always that element of okay, I'm at the end of the world now, and now they're telling me to stop. <laughs> that pulls you out yeah. of the immersion that I never felt with Firewatch, and I agree. I agree. I wish there were more explo- exploration, um, but just thinking about it as a as a counterpoint, you know, there wasn't really any point where I felt like I wasn't in this world yeah uh, oh and which the, i like the way the narrative clips and moves yeah it really i love i love the hard cuts skipping a day or like oh i love that the, me too the pacing I, of like day four, three or four to like day 30? 77 30 yeah. to seven and then and then there would be one where it's like you, you just the walkie you have, talking down and cut i yes, love yeah, that yeah, i thought that yeah, was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. that was one of my absolute favorite parts of it those I are agree. the touches of game design that are super cool yeah i want to read henry's book what was he writing about uh, well, he's, he's writing his typewriter. I just, I just think he's writing. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. It's like that part of misery. <laughs> All work and no play makes Henry a dull yeah. boy. I was telling Alex this, yeah. but I was convinced. So I think that. Okay, so what's weird is that you guys all felt romantically inclined to Delilah. Right? Uh, what'd you name uh, yeah. the fire? Flapjack. Flapjack. Uh, the, the thing, the, the one related to her. Delilah. It's, your name. it's just her name. It's but, but, but it doesn't actually. You, you the the term. It's an odd. No, no, no. You. So that's what it was. It's Delilah. But then she's like, we can't. We can't call it that. And so then it ends up being something else. And I don't. So remember what I was, was gonna pick nice. Delilah, but the reason I did is like she's going to think I'm the skeeviest, weirdest person. Oh, she had already told me what she was gonna do to me at night. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna keep flirting back with you. What? Oh yeah, Dan had phone sex with her. Oh, right? I, uh, yeah, well, it's not it's not explicit but it's phone implied. sex. It's okay. It, it, it basically I heavily is, implied it phone it, sex. You can you can give the option of, you know, like she, something about she was like, oh, I wish I could be over there with you right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Really? Like, what would you? And then then you can choose be, you, you can choose between, I wish you were too, and then some dismissive answer. Yeah, and then it's and she's like, one. well, let me tell you, let me tell you what I do if I were there, and then it fades to black. Yeah. Um. So there's it's heavily implied. Wow. See, yeah. I just think that oh, phone sex my. does nothing for me in general, so maybe <laughs> no, that's why no. I didn't lean into I did, it. I wasn't, I wasn't trying know. to have phone sex, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was trying to, I was trying to lean into. To me, it was about the emotional connection, <laughs> right? And so I was, I was trying to lean into that emotional connection. But um, I was really, and I was surprised by this, that I was super loyal to Julie because I, I still like, I picked my wedding ring up when when he puts oh, yeah. it on the table, yeah, yeah, yeah. I put it back on. I, I didn't. I thought that Delilah was. Because she wasn't being fully honest with me, and I thought it was cool with the writing that I wasn't gonna let her take advantage of me. Because if she's not gonna open up to me, then I, I'm like, yeah. well, fuck well, you, dude. Well, I'm like, who's say, the guy on the radio in the beginning? What the of, fuck's going one on? Of my, yeah. One of my biggest. So I said when I first ended, I felt very unsettled and and I felt unha- unhappy, and I and I ended up liking yeah. the game a lot, obviously. But I realized that one of the things about it was that it forced me to play someone who is very unlike me. I would not. I would never run away from my wife if she were in that situation, and I would never act that way were I in that situation. But it, it was, it was really an interesting, dep- you know. And like my choice at the very end, I was like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, you should come meet I'm me in Boulder." Alive. Oh no, no. Um, but I was like, "Hey, you should come meet me in Boulder." And that's and, what I and, said. And it's like stuff that I, it's not who I am or who I would ever be. Um, and I rarely play video games. Like, if video games give you a choice of who you're going to be, I'm usually, like, the lawful good um, person. That's usually how I... Okay, unless I'm Commander so, Shepard, so and then I'm the biggest dick. Unless so, what? I'm Commander Shepard, and then I'm the biggest asshole. So the that. last time we brought this up, 
everyone i thought we were all gonna say we were all gonna be chaotic good so in my head i just imagine all of us trying to be like the rogue so it's just a group it's i'm a the wild card it's a party of four rogues just be like hey yo i'm the cool i'm the suave guy it's like four yeah. Solos. like me like me like no. me no, play D D with me i don't i'm not the i'm just the bard that tries to convince everyone to do my will no i'm usually i'm a lawful lawful good uh paladin yeah i was about to say you're a paladin aren't you yeah. i usually go the, f- the, the few times i've done it, i'm chaotic evil I'm, I'm, I usually do save fun. the world, not but surprised. I'm not I'm happy. I'm by your, solo. By your Undertale playthrough, I couldn't tell that, Alex. Yeah, right, yeah. Alex. Right. But I, I will say, uh, I, I do... I do. Alex is disappointed that he hadn't killed everything that could be killed. <laughs> I will say, I'm usually, I usually do a good side of things for, you know, for uh-huh. fantasy. What Alex is really good at killing in games is all of everyone else he's playing with. Yeah, yeah playing he's, he's really good at that. Oh, yeah. We played Helldivers the other night, and Alex just killed us over and over. Like, all he just, it was only like three or four times. No, Alex. No, no, no. no, no Alex no, got no. banned from using grenades Alex. because Alex would only throw the grenades when well, we were no, all were rushing all... to the same place, Dude, and he'd kill I mean, everyone. And, and it was always one of these things where it was like... when you let me start playing. You kill each other all the time. Let me throw these grenades and then not tell you that I did it. And then when you die, I say, so, "You I, always oh, ran from my line of fire." So, so what? It, <laughs> no, 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 no. Screw you, Dan. You always no. ran from my line of fire. Yeah, yeah. At one point, no, was no, like, no, Alex, you know what? Your nickname's Oops. Because <laughs> all you, everybody, you'd be playing and you'd be like, "What the fuck?" And you just hear Alex go, "Oops." I am, I am not taking the bullet for you no, on this no, one, Alex. Yeah, you were killing all of us. So wait, so explain to me, what is Helldivers? There were plenty of times where I did not. Don't you dare pin that <laughs> on me. <laughs> that is so Helldivers. Helldivers is from the makers of Magicka. Um, okay, is it top down top like down. that? So this is, you know Starship Troopers? N- like, I know the concept, okay. I've never seen so it. So it's basically, um, you drop into the game, there's friendly fire. Uh, when you eject a clip, it, you kill the whole clip. Like, it's it's super, like, kind of, like, tacti- a little more tactical. Uh-huh. Um, and you're constantly being overwhelmed. So it's fun because it forces you to be pretty tactical. Like at a point, we were all like back to back and like fighting off like ways. And there's a drop. Like it's everything's trying to kill you. It's a twin stick fun. shooter, right? Twin stick shooter. Okay. Um, and it's got like a loot curve and all this other stuff. But the the fun part is is that the bigger threat in the game is is everyone you're playing with. Right. It's like so. a new Super Mario Brothers Wii. Yeah. Where it's like mm-hmm. you just fuck people over accidentally but, or intentionally. And there, what's really it's cool only about once intentionally. Helldivers is um. There's an awesome deck of enemies, I think, that try to fuck you up. Like, there are enemies that try to get really in close to you that force you to aim close to each other so that you're going to probably shoot each other. And mm-hmm. there's enemies that stay far away that have flamethrowers and then you catch on fire and everyone else catches on fire. Is there, like, a shield or a block or a jump or a dodge or anything there's like a, that? So you, can, you can hit the deck. Okay. And that's how you get under fire, but... Mm-hmm. You can't do anything when you're on the ground but crawl. It's it's pretty good. Just for you guys, just I think that crawling. Alex and I like Helldivers mm-hmm. more so than Dan. But, uh, was, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I love good couch co-op. I, I think, you know, the closest thing I had to compare it to really was Diablo. And I mm-hmm. would much rather play Diablo. Well, than, Diablo's got that, uh, that just, man, Diablo feels good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yeah. Speaking of Diablo, we should talk about The Division, which is basically Tom Clancy's oh, wait, Diablo. Wait, well, well, okay, so. We go back to, I want to finish Firewatch. Yeah, yeah. so. What else is there to say about Firewatch? Well. I want to make it very clear because I, I I sound like I was down on it. Like I really I think Firewatch oh, is my favorite. I don't think you're down on okay. it. No, it's no. my favorite of the walk, and I really because we were talking about how you didn't really like the character. Like you felt you, you were different than you would normally be. Mm-hmm. But see, there's something about Hank's sense of humor that like I just really clicked in on. Where I was like, 
wait a minute. That's what I would, that's something that I would. It's also the delivery. There was, there was the, I, I will say I, the dialogue felt really natural to me. Um, and there was a snarkiness. I, I like how I he mumbles his words sometimes. Like, mm, uh, mm, clever. Well, okay. And, and yeah. he gets embarrassed halfway through a sentence. And really, I really like that. Interesting about stuttered. that is that yeah. they never met one another to record that. They, they recorded everything independently. Really? Mm-hmm. And, as much wow. as that probably was a cost-saving measure, it also, I think, really works because yeah. of the nature of the game. Yeah. They didn't record at the same time, did they? No. Okay. Wow. But apparently um, they li- they both did it in their home studios, and apparently they live in the same suburb of L.A., like <laughs> like two minutes from one another, but That's they didn't funny. realize that until after the fact. Um, That's pretty good. Apparently the voice actors for Master Chief and Cortana did not meet each other until Halo 4. That's funny. Yeah. That's the stupidest love story. I hate that. <laughs> I hate, I hate Cortana. I actively <laughs> cannot stand... That she is as an AI has gotten like bigger boobs. Like it doesn't make any sense. I told you it's a product of rampancy. <laughs> the, the battery is going to her chest. I love I love Cortana in Halo Two, and that was about it. Halo Three, I liked as a story. I thought it was cool, but I just the whole love in AI. Yeah, it's just I that scene. Four did it better. A scene in Halo Two <laughs> with Curie. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh but. man. I think that Fallout 4 bridges that cool AI thing in a way that I like a lot. Because with Nick? I like Nick and I like... Um, Glory? Fucking, who's the bald guy? Oh, Deacon? Deacon. I like. I just like Deacon. I just like Deacon. Well, he's not an AI, but I, I get your point. Curry. Are you Curry sure? Is. No. No, Deacon? Deacon? Deacon's he's not a, a robot. Deacon's a synth. He is? Hmm? If, you get, if you give him super bro with him, he tells you he's a synth. And he gives you his, like, delete code. Well, like, delete his personality? Yeah. And wipe him back. Because huh. he used to be in the Institute. Huh. I didn't know that. Huh. So now you make me question if he's lying or not because he lies all the time to you. But right. I'm pretty sure that that sequence. Is- I haven't spent any time with. Yeah. Deacon. So when you get to like, when you break that threshold where he's friends, we break that seam. Wait, you should see what friend. happens when you break that threshold with me. Friend threshold. By the way, I finished, codes. I finished Fallout. I forgot to say that. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I finished so, that. So are we two for two. Two people finished. Two Fallout? people finished. I'm gonna finish. He's it. never gonna finish it. Well, we know. And I'm waiting for yeah, Mason to finish. So I resign myself to not finishing that game. I think I'm probably gonna buy the season pass too. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. I need to buy it before March 1st, right? Yeah, because then it goes up 20 bucks. I, I never finished uh, Tomb Raider. It's a huge game, and oh, and you hit a certain point where the gameplay doesn't really change, and the story's not remotely compelling. Nope. Yeah. Man, People hate the story. story in Tomb Raider 1 got so stupid at one point. Dude, like, this one is just as stupid. People say that, but I just think that that game is so gorgeous. Oh, it, it plays so well. That mm-hmm. it, it carried me for a while. Is yeah. that already out on PC? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it looked awesome. Man, they were real quick. I must not have sold It came well. out January yeah. 30th. It's the, apparently oh, they had okay. announced the release date before they even released it on Xbox One. Oh. That's not a very long. Quantum Break's coming to PC, too. Window. Same yeah. day. I'm excited for that. That's the one with the TV show? Yes. I'm not sure I feel about that <laughs> That's yet. That's the like, going like, line for that game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the one with the TV show. I thought you were going to say it's a going line for any Remedy game. Yeah. It's like, that's the TV show one, right? Uh, I'm, I'm holding out on reviews. I like a lot of those actors. But I'm not totally sold. You don't like on Iceman? It. No, I do. I say I like those actors. That is Iceman. That yeah, is Iceman. Yeah. Wow. Iceman and Broyles from Fringe. Littlefinger uh, and the guy Littlefinger. I didn't yeah. know Littlefinger yeah, was in the Wire was. as the yeah. com- or the councilman yeah. until he shows up. He's in uh, Batman too. He is in Batman. He's the CIA agent who gets uh, fucked up by Bane in Dark Knight Rises. Yep. Huh. He's on the beginning, beginning of the movie. Yeah. He's on the airplane. Well, I the second he showed um, Littlefinger, I can't even do it. Well, <laughs> Higher, higher. He talks like out of the bottom left corner. Of the round right well, what's here. interesting about that character is the second he showed up in the wire, I was like, "Oh, this character, this actor is British." And when he's like, "How Parquet. do you know?" He's was, not. He's Australian. No, he's Irish. 
No, he's not. Uh, I, I looked it up. He's Irish. Irish. Okay, cool. But like the point is, is you that say it with such conviction. It's because I thought the point is. is that like any British actor can put on an American accent, and no American audience member will ever I question always, it. I always in the know. reverse. I really? always know. Huh? Always, and it drives me nuts. This so, is destroyed. So, <laughs> so, wow. so one of the reasons I had a really always. hard time watching The Wire, and I like The Wire, and he got better after season one. But in season one. McNulty. Oh no! Yeah, it's pretty rough. It's really rough. Yeah. And wait, and is he not? Oh, he's Welsh, isn't he? He's uh, Welsh or British? He's a white dude. Um, he's an alcoholic. <laughs> they're all from Britain. But it's it's um, and so like when I was watching Fringe, French. two episodes into Fringe, I said Olivia, I think Olivia is Australian, and I looked it up, and sure enough, she's Australian. Well, and, so- and like little things like that that they really do a good job of hiding it, but they're just subtle things, mm. um, unless they're doing. A, a southern accent so Walking Dead you've got Morgan and Rick both have very strong British accents really? but because really? they're both doing southern accents you, you wouldn't even know is it. Rick the main guy? yeah he's the one that has a beard now Andrew Lincoln I had no idea that surprised me yeah Um. so Rick I didn't know the wife in Neighbors was British because in the first trailer for Neighbors I've never seen she's Neighbors Australian. 1 well yeah she's not American but <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Alright, xenophobic. You can't be like, well, whatever, Mason. Well, she has an either British or Australian accent. Australian. But um, I didn't know that because I've never seen Neighbors 1, but she has no speaking roles in any of the trailers for Neighbors 1, so it wasn't until I saw the trailer for Neighbors 2 Does that I really... speak in the Neighbors 1? Oh, I guess they do the narrow thing. Zac Efron and Seth Rogen. I thought speak. Neighbors was really funny. I enjoyed Neighbors. I thought Neighbors was really good. Did not get a chance to see it. I want to. Though. It was good. Speaking of movies, we've... Yeah, oh, the, you haven't seen Deadpool Did you yet. see Deadpool? Uh, not yet. God oh, fucking damn it. That's okay. You have one job on Valentine's Day. I thought Day. it was great. Take your wife to Deadpool. I thought it was really funny. For a two-hour movie, that I blinked and it was over. That's why I liked it. Yeah. That movie is just... and it, it, I'm not going to spoil it for you. That movie does things with timeline. And in movies, it's really interesting. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. And it kind of went away towards the end, but that's cool. Go see the fucking Deadpool. I will. I really like... Um, the, that Colossus. Uh, I love and I love <laughs> yeah. um, a Negasonic Teenage oh, Warhead. She, she, she could have been the most irritating character on the planet. Like it would have been so easy to ruin that character and make me hate it. And she was amazing. Well, it's just the dynamic between those three was just so well done. <gasps> and they in well, they, they pulled her out of nowhere. She's like she's not even like a C level character. So I, I think it's awesome that they gave her. She's like, like emo jubilee. Well, yeah, she's like, well, she's like emo jubilee here, but she's such like a background character in the comics. It's, it's cool to actually see. And somewhat of a personality but just to have the moody teenager not suck in the movie yeah because it's such an easy well, thing he also mocks the fact that he she could suck mm-hmm. yeah that movie, I think that helps man that whole scene on the bridge like from start to end was great yeah I, mean, I, I there's not I, well I love there's that there's not one pulled that from that, the, the the leaked footage like let's take this this five minute thing from the leaked footage and blow it out to test. half the movie that was the yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that was the pitch of the studio well, the well, CG one. I mean that part was good, but also like the part where he's interacting with Colossus on the bridge. Yeah, I thought that was great. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I thought that whole thing was that was great. It's good. It's, it's good. and it's. Oh, I'm gonna see it. I just uh... you see everyone coming out like all like James Gunn being like, listen, yeah, we get it, but <laughs> don't the, take the, the wrong the, message the, from the this. The executives are not gonna take the right message. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing but knowing R-rated comedy yeah. superhero it was movies. Such a passion yeah. project for. Oh, I mean, Ryan Reynolds lobbied really hard for it. Yeah. I mean, let alone the writers and the directors. So, do you know how he found out about Deadpool? My coworker told me this that when he was doing the Blade trilogy, like the makeup artist or someone was like, you know, you're really fun. You should be Deadpool. And he's <laughs> like, wow. who's, who's that? And well, he his started, character in Blade is kind of a. a yeah. Wait, but he, he, wasn't he in Blade with like Patton Oswalt? Wasn't Patton Oswalt also in Blade? It was him. I love, and, I love Blade Trinity. 
I saw it when I was when I was young and liked it. I don't know if it, it would hold up. Yeah, that's kind of up there with the original Daredevil movie for me, where I loved it. I loved it. I loved it when I was ben young. Ben I loved it when I was a little so kid. Bad. I watched it before the the first Netflix season came out, and I was like, oh no. Yo, Daredevil season two trailer. Is I, fucking I, I used. Oh my god. god. Not for what I was gonna say. Punisher, dude. I remember, I remember so seeing Daredevil the, the the movie and being like, "Oh, Colin Farrell can put on a really good British accent." We talked about phone booth oh, on the podcast. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like there's phone a phone booth is good. Phone booth is good. There's a theory floating around that Bullseye is actually the main villain of season two. Not and Punisher. Come together. Not Punisher. Yeah. It's not gonna be Punisher. They're gonna become. No, I know. It's yeah. Not, yeah. No, it's not yeah. That's that's gonna be like Punisher's a three, three episode story arc. You should meet Frank Gargula. Frank Gargula. Gargula. Gargiulo. He's a, a, an art director at the Brand Center. He's like super obsessed with Punisher. Punisher's he, cool. Uh, that doesn't surprise me at all, knowing Frank. Punisher and Batman, which seems odd because they're like on the opposite ends of the... Yeah. They evoke a lot of similar like, yeah. we're here to solve a fucking problem. We're wearing black and we're angry. I just like when he says in the trailer, you're just a half measure. Yeah. That's just a good line, man. Uh, when he says you're a coward. You're a I, don't, yeah. I don't know how I feel about like the shaved sides. Like his haircut for the Punisher. I like that actor a lot. Yeah. But I, he was really good at making me hate him in yeah. Walking Dead, so... Yeah. Oh, that's Shane in Walking Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still can't decide if I love or hate the Daredevil costume. I hate it. I actively. I, I'm, I it's love, growing on me. I like it more. I love the the, the oh, bandana. Al. I love the horn. Oh, yeah. the old one. Mm-hmm. And I. Um, it looks so cool in that universe too. You know what it needs? It needs a chin strap, kind of like the Captain America suit. And how the first? I thought you were fucking with me. Yeah, first. I'm. I'm not following. No, no. Okay, so the first Avengers movie, Captain America suit looks weird. Because it comes straight down and, and merges with the neck. But the Captain America suit is going to look weird no matter what. Like, they've I mean, done no, what no, they could. Not the that agent costume. Suit. Agent suit's dope. All black, one star. The agent's you, fucking U.S. Rad. agent? Um, no, no he, Captain he, America costume looks good now because he, he has, like, a the helmet. So it's not a, a cowl. It's I like the World War II strap. Captain America costume. So yeah. That's what I like when it's got, like, the ammo belt. I was. Um, and he had a pistol in Captain America One. I was. I was gonna bring up when we were talking about Firewatch. Do you know how Firewatch is in the same universe as Bioshock? How? All right. So oh, lighthouse. So is there is there a fucking lighthouse in it? There's a book in Firewatch that you can find in one of the um, lookout caches. That's um, those book covers are incredible. There's one called The Accidental Savior. Okay. Which is written by the dad of the family in Gone Home. Okay. Well, Steve Rayner wrote. Who, Minerva's Den. His he was one of the creative leads on Minerva's Den, and Minerva's he says that Gone Home is in the same universe as Bioshock. Ergo, <laughs> Firewatch is in the same universe as Gone Home, which is in the same universe. Have you played Minerva's Den? Wow. No. Okay. Have you played Minerva's That's Den? That's awesome. I have not. Have you played Minerva's Den? No. What is what Min- the fuck? What is okay, Minerva's it's, Den? It's the Bioshock Two DLC, and it's it's incredible. It's apparently it's, amazing. Oh wait. It's, oh it's no. incredible. I no. didn't, I didn't play it. I somehow okay. missed it. Listen, you can get it on Steam for like three bucks. I think play. I have Bioshock Two. I have it. I've never mind. played it. So that's the next thing because it's a short thing to play through, like Firewatches. Yeah, and it's awesome. And I think Bioshock play, Two combat's awesome. Did you play um, the Burial at Sea no, episode one or two? No, I really honestly I played the first part of that. For me, better than Infinite. I watched all the cutscenes. Well, scenes. it wasn't better nice. than Infinite, but it it gave me the closure that I hate I, that you do that. I was I do that too. Always asking for <laughs> what do you do? Watch, watch all the cutscenes and uh, games. I'm not going to get around to playing because yeah. I want to know the story. That's, no. that's, then I'll go back and watch cutscenes. That to me is like pirating it. I watched all the cutscenes for Force Unleashed one and two because I need my Star Wars fix again recently. Um, Force Unleashed one has a dope story. Yeah, Barry, let's see episodes two, one and two. Looks beautiful though. One of the reasons I I love Bioshock Infinite, but I, and you, as you guys know, I love the Bioshock series. One of my favorite of all time. Um, we get it, Dan. You like Bioshock. But Burial at Sea really accomplished bridging what I loved 
about Bioshock and Bioshock 2 with Bioshock Infinite to make everything that I had just finished with Bioshock Infinite feel that much better. Mm. Um, and so I, I thought they did just a beautiful job. I still think Bioshock up. 1's my favorite. Bioshock 1 is my favorite. Um, oh, yeah. But they're all phenomenal. Uh, just really phenomenal games. I like Bioshock 2 a lot. From a scenario design. I think Bioshock I, 2 is really well done. I love their marketing. Just, there was a lot of really subversive stuff. I love oh, everything. God, here comes the marketing. Double <laughs> marketing. You uh, Alex uh, did, you, wait, did you hear oh, this? Yes. No. So wait, 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 we're watching the Super Bowl, and I see the the, the first ad. The first ad. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. It's not the first the ad. It was, no, no, it was the the Coke ad. And <laughs> what I meant to say was, oh, here comes the Marvel tie-in marketing, and it really just came out as, oh god, here comes the marketing. <laughs> we're like, we're like, this is the Super Bowl. You do realize yeah. that there is the lots of marketing. Center. Yeah. Um, but um, did you see that? Yeah, Bioshock, 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 Bioshock marketing, two, Bioshock two marketing. Bioshock two really marketing. There's a, there were a lot of like. I, I remember crumbs. the big sister being a big deal, and then like it not I, being a big deal. I love that character. She was the dragon trope, you know, like the the concept. She of, has cancer. Yes, she has cancer. <laughs> oh, man, man, that got Bioshock bad. two, Frog Fractions two. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't like the big anime. She was just like the the scariest one. And okay. Yeah, that, ah, that's I all. loved her I intro. Loved, I loved her intro, in, and, I, and I loved the way it got wrapped up. I can't remember. Did too. she? Did she talk? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. She had a really annoying voice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, but she's. <laughs> I mean, kidding. the whole the whole part of that's the whole way that story wraps up. I like the good you, ending too. Yeah. In that game, when like all the little sisters are like, "What's up, dude?" Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, I. You know, Bioshock Two. I feel. I think it's a bad rap. It gets a bad rap. That's what I was going to say. I own it, so it's I a can, phenomenal game. It's not as good as Bioshock 1, but it, it's cool. So I've played Dude, Bioshock... Real. I think I've played Bioshock 1 three times all the way through. I've played Bioshock 2 twice all the way through. Um, so Bioshock Infinite one time? Bioshock Infinite I've only played once. Uh, I played it once and I watched a buddy of mine play it through once. Follow the money. He played it in a weekend and it's definitely one of those games where you cannot play it in two sittings because it's just so repetitive. Yeah. Like he played... this By the second sitting he was like... All right, let's go. Let's let's just get this over with. Wait for which one? Oh, but, see, for Infinite. Okay. I, don't, I didn't feel that way with Infinite. Yeah. Um, I, just, I the combat think the scenario design in Infinite is there's these bursts that are brilliant where they open it up and you can use the claw thing and like it's really fun. The sky rail. But, yeah, the sky rail. Or sky hook or whatever. Sky it's called. Yeah. But I think that uh, point to point is not nearly as fun as the other ones. I agree, but there are certain elements of care. Like I love Elizabeth. I love Booker. Oh, and I yeah. love the relationship they have. I love Skybird. Um, I just wish there Songbird. were Songbird. Songbird, sorry. Songbird. I love the Ludo Narrative Dissonance. Yeah. I hate the expression yeah. Ludo Narrative Dissonance. Oh, I like it. Yeah, what else would but, you call uh, it? I don't know. You need it a name for the dissonance. It gets thrown I mean, around a lot in game talk to the point where I feel like it's... One of my... It's one of those... Game talk. One of those I don't know what game talk you're looking at, but I mean, the person sorry. uses it the most is me. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I was just going to say one of my favorite character combinations in all the video games is the Big Daddy Little Sister combination. Yeah. It's just... Fantastic! Oh yeah, uh, I just well, and it, uh, games. You know, first it was time pretty, you see pretty that groundbreaking at the time. Oh, absolutely! I remember when that first launch trailer came out, the very dark with a tinge of green one. I watched it a hundred times, but that was when everyone was freaking out about the Big Daddy. Yeah, oh, I was a huge shadow that moves across the Bioshock logo. That yeah. looks great. Yeah. Oh, I do love that where it pans across. Yeah. yeah. I will say the Bioshock for me, the, the yeah. first Bioshock. I, I, I don't know. If, God, I don't want to call it a perfect game because I don't know if such a thing exists, but there are so much, e. there's so much about E.T., yeah. yeah. There's so much about Bioshock that I just absolutely adore in the details and the story and the setting and the the uh, sound design, not just the not just the score and the soundtrack, but the sound effects and sound production. Um, th there's just so much that that game does, does right. Mm -hmm. 
that it's crunchy. Yeah, mm. it's just a crunchy game. It feels good. Very it feels satisfying good to, to look shoot. around. It feels good to you feel like you're there. Yeah. I, I liked when the big guys you get hostile and they're they uh, change colors. They oh, change yeah. color. characters on yeah. the big guys. Oh, oh, the river one, the 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 ball head one. They're just so cool, and Ru- you can yeah. hear them from so far away. Yep. Ah. And when you that first time when you first see the big daddy and, it's and just, it just fucks the dude up into the wall, dude. Oh my god, god yeah. Bioshock is so good. It's such a good game. It's so fucking good. It's such a good game. Uh, you said you got. Your... I only thought it was okay. That's okay. Oh, uh, I was just joking. Did you really think it was okay? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fine, but uh, it was also like everything was ruined for me because uh, I knew yeah. the whole Atlas. Oh, really? Secret oh. and all that stuff. See, so. even even knowing that for me though. Did you know him going in? No, 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 I didn't. Because oh, um, I got it when it first came out. I was just sitting doing that. I like the plumbing mini game. That was fun. I still love. <laughs> You're the only one. How yep. detailed that that dystop. I love dystopian fiction, mm-hmm. and so how detailed that dystopian fiction is, uh, and also just how scary it is. Um, not not jumping scary but just that idea of that kind of world existing well I remember everyone making a big deal about how I was using objectivism and I didn't get why and I still haven't read the Fountainhead or Atlas Shrugged you're not missing anything oh. <laughs> um, there's a copy at my apartment um, but I thought like that was why everyone was kind of hanging their hat on it like this because it's using objectivism like wait what's the big deal well and then when I kind of found out I was like oh objectivism is that they just took all the important people and they put them somewhere else well they just they, they made a world without regulation right that's right the, that's the that's the thing. and the, and the, and how deeply and they went into that idea of you know the the what is it the the Man, no something go- no the slave no obeys. King. Oh, yeah. A man chooses a slave obeys. Something I think is the. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say when you come in, well, there's a the big banner. So it says Bioshock no gods. Well, yeah, yeah, that too. Because they kind of subvert it too, if I remember correctly. Because they go the other way with it. Well, Bioshock Two is a prequel, right? Yeah, but in Bioshock Two, I feel like who's the 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 female, the one that runs the clinic? Oh, Doctor, what's her face? Oh, oh. Um, I need to look it up. But I thought Bioshock Two's idea is that we're gonna go the other direction. On like so, if it, you go like hyper, you know, controlled, control, we're gonna be hypo, like liberal with everything and, and give everything out. I thought that was the thing it, in Bioshock it, too. It, I can't remember. There, well, there's a movement that you see more of a movement in Bioshock Two that is against Andrew Ryan, and so you see right. a counter. It's not necessarily advocating that in a in a like this. Well, is I thought how, it was cool because they both showed how but, they both uh, failed. Oh and sure, we're all fucked. Yeah. Well, that's that's like it's like Firewatch. It's like all the characters are kind of deplorable in their own ways. Like the dad, yeah. Henry and Delilah. Like they're all running away from the their dad's stuff. the least fleshed out in Firewatch. Where I'm just kind of like, you just, all right. Yeah, hey, Vietnam, yeah I've been Vietnam. fucking with you. Now I'm telling you all about. Here's a Vietnam War vet with PTSD. That's all yep. he is. But there's got to be there a dime a dozen. There's got to be more to that trope than just saying that. Listen, we'll put some dirty needles you on the ground. American sniper. Mm-hmm. No. You should no. see American Sniper. It tackles the PTSD issue in a really cool way. Why are you guys not seeing it? Because you, you you don't like Chris Kyle. Who's Chris no. Kyle? Oh. That's why I didn't jump on it initially. It's uh, not a love letter to Chris Kyle at all. Okay. No. That way. Wait, is Chris Kyle the character? Mm-hmm. No, he's, he's a real, he's a real the, person. The it's, about. it's a right. it's a adaptation of real life. Clint Eastwood makes good movies. Because I remember there was a controversy around that movie there when was. it came out. Well, it's because Chris Kyle is. He's pretty deplorable, dude. He's a pl- he yeah. was. Yes, 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 yes. Really? He got killed by another PTSD guy. Yeah. He had a gun range. It's fucked. Did Jeez. you see the movie? It's really good. Huh. Um, and it tackles the issue in a way that it doesn't just say he has PTSD. 
it looks at like the ramifications of having it and like what it means to everyone else around you. And I thought that's what it did really well. I have a confession to make. Shoot. You're the American sniper. I'm <laughs> oh. I am frog fractions too. Um, <laughs> I am ice frog fractions too. Um, <laughs> only Mason got that joke and he's shaking his head at me. Fucking Dota. Um, <laughs> I, I finished Tales from the Borderlands. Really? Oh, yeah. nice. I'm still done with, with episode three. I even started episode three. Um, started it's really good. Really? If you really like the intros of those episodes, you're going to love oh, the intro no. to episode That's five. my favorite part of it's it. It's so good. Is, okay. the, is the reveal for your captor satisfying? Wait. Yes. yes. Good. Okay, yes. that's all I need to know. Oh, dude, that's like totally worth it then. Yes. Good. Yeah. All right, I need to play. I'll play And you could figure it out like as it goes on. No, I, you're I, already I, telling me too much. You're already telling I think much. I figured it out, but I'm not I sure. Don't have, I have no idea. I didn't even think about that. Oh, uh, but just... You haven't played what, episode three yet. Mm-hmm. And okay. what makes this Telltale game so much better than the other Telltale games is that because they they the choices that you make can have actual lasting effects on the Borderlands universe, whereas you don't have lasting effects in Walking Dead or mm-hmm. Game, of Game of Thrones, Thrones. or w- Wolf and really? Fables. Yeah, you have lasting effects on the world. So if they make a Borderlands three, the or world of Borderlands, or it'll be making. seen. Your choices here will be seen, and in fact, some of the things that happen in Border and Tales from the Borderlands are actually referenced in the pre-sequel. Really? Right? No, no, no. I noticed yeah. that because I yeah. was playing pre-sequel the other day, yeah. not too long ago. But so, I think that Tales from the Borderlands. And we talked about this before. Is a really good execution of them taking a franchise and making it better. Yeah, and I, so I started playing Borderlands two again. Because oh, I, I, I just playing it. Yeah, I was just like, wow, well, I need to like, I need to go back and re-examine this, and I. So first, so I was going to start a new game, but the it didn't even pull my save down, so I guess I don't have cloud saves for Borderlands 2. I don't know if they have support for that on Steam. They do. Well, I didn't get my sniper. My sniper's still on my iMac. Weird. Um, but, so I just start, I was going to start a new game anyway, so. What class you pick? A Gunzerker. They're the fun one. And I'm dying I like a third of the time. As a sniper? As when I did as Dude, a sniper. When the Gunzerker gets the abilities that you just you gain health when you go into Gunzerking. Yeah. Yeah. You're just unst- I so that class is fun. Like it's just a fun class. Yeah. So, I'm still dying and it's still frustrating sometimes cuz the difficulty is not like I don't know. I have a, so I have a huge so replayable. What are some other video game franchises that that Telltale could tackle that would work as well? Firewatch. <laughs> um, I think they should make their Bioshock, own thing. Bioshock would be my vote, but I'm curious if you guys. I think they should make their own thing. I, I agree with Dylan. I think I think I want to see them create their own franchise. Yeah, because then I, they I'd have like they that. own it. Well, and, 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 and then so I want to well. see them take a franchise and make it and then hand it over to like a a, a border a gearbox. Yeah, that'd <laughs> you know be cool. I mean? do, the like, do the reverse. Like I think that, it'd be, cool. that'd be really cool. Like, but it would be I'm so cool if there was a marquee release. And Telltale was the prequel to the marquee release for like a Rockstar game or something, for like a new franchise. Mm. That'd be sweet. It'd be some cool, some cool co-marketing. Yeah, for, Rock, Rockstar would be a good studio to do that. I, I want to see. I want to see a Blizzard Telltale game. Oh my god! I want to see like a Warcraft, Warcraft three. Yeah, era. That'd be cool. Well, I would, the Warcraft I would play universe that. is so potent for someone to go in and make a coherent story in. Oh, yeah, like a War of the Ancients. Era. You, know, you know what game desperately needs a coherent and potent story? All of them. Destinations. Oh, Destiny does. Oh, Even though Taken King showed me, gave me yeah, enough. Taken King helped. You haven't played Taken King, have you? I've seen all the cutscenes, and I've watched my friend play it. Why do you do this? Because I don't want to give any more money oh, to Destiny. There is so much... I gave so much money to that game. Going back... What did it feel like? Okay, we've had this discussion before, and this is... I'm not getting... I'm not upset. I don't want to take this like I'm being personally... But fuck we, you! We've talked about... Uh, 
what it means to create a product and, and what it means to take a product without paying for it. True. I don't believe I'm fully oh, experiencing the product, so I don't believe I'm actually... I'm just saying that it, it seems to me to, to, to say that you wouldn't pirate or you wouldn't... That that's, you're taking a story that someone... That, that's their skill. Oh, we're talking about watching cutscenes. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. That's an interesting argument that I had not thought about before, but I don't. So the next time you that wasn't your argument before. Your argument before is that no, you're no, no, just this is my new argument to Alex. <laughs> He's my got a, He's my got a argument new one. before is the one that I really stand behind, and that's that I think that it's disingenuous to the game. But also, I, you I can do whatever you. the fuck you want. You don't I, care what I think of that. Yeah. Like that's fine. I don't think I'm fully experiencing the game, but when you put, sunk as many hours, as much frustration as I did into, into Destiny playing the raid over and over again, playing the same content over and over again, not getting anything out of the game. You know, at that point, I don't feel like I should be spending any more time with a game that yes. will frustrate me. When you me. really don't want to play Assassin's Creed Unity or you really don't want to play Halo 5, you just want to know what the fuck's going on. I'm yeah. not, I'm not, and it's not nearly, am I saying? And See, also, we were talking about the other day about using it as your own, so it's completely different. But I still, I still feel like it's a little disingenuous too. I think if there's something, if there's enough, if you're compelled enough to go on to watch these cutscenes, then I think your argument that you've played out your desire to play the game is not valid because there's clearly some connection that you're seeking out by going to see. No, that, my desire to experience story is there. My desire to continually kill enemies mindlessly with no return on, with no loot, with no progression. Let's talk about the division. <laughs> like seriously, that game is just so endlessly frustrating. Destiny. Yeah. Destiny. Yeah. I really would recommend playing Titan King content. It's fun. I well, yeah, then I'll blow through the Taken King content, and there'll be nothing left. I want to go back to Tales to the Borderlands okay. just for a little bit. Okay. You guys need to... It's so good. Is it your favorite Telltale game? It's it's not, no. What's I, your favorite Telltale game? Fuck. Um, <laughs> that's not, that's that not a Telltale game. I don't... Back to the Future. <laughs> I really <laughs> like Back to the Future, actually. I played it. I, I played a little bit of the first episode. I really like that. I think they're releasing it on Xbox One soon, so I'm going to download it. Nice. Yeah. My favorite... I mean, it's up there. Guys, I still haven't seen Back to the Future one or two. Holy what? shit! I I know. We, I know I was about to get a podcast about, on right now. We're gonna game go. cut scenes, but now I'm just you guys all go play Firewatch for for three hours. We're gonna show Alex Back to the Future one or two. How did you go your entire like? I, I have no idea. Like it's on television. Like go watch there was, TBS there, or there something. There was probably an event recently when the cross the the future date mentioned in the show. I know. I mean, movie. You know, it wasn't practical. Uh, it, it existed. It, but like, were, it's not yeah, even going to be. There, was, even, there were many many showings everywhere around the city. It's not going to be the same as like being a kid and having to watch Back to the Future one over and over and over again, and then discovering Back to the Future two once and be like, "This one's way better because I haven't seen it before." Like that's what I had. That's what I had with a lot of movies, actually. Oh, so you are you setting out with your Back to the Future two scenario. is a terrible movie, but it's a, it's a wonderfully terrible movie. <laughs> well, back to the Future like one is a fan. I like all of them. I do too. But I, I do want to see Back to the Future two is. But what makes it terrible? Oh, the acting, uh, the, <laughs> the cinematography, some of the, some of the plot, the some of the plot is just really outlandish. But the set dressing is not very good. Wait, wait, your problem with the movie called Back to the Future Two is that it's too outlandish. <laughs> to go back to the future. <laughs> the whole the whole future Biff thing, uh, the whole future Biff thing. I don't know. Future. I, I like the movie. Don't get me wrong. A lot I love the really short. Love the movie, but I was just mad also. I love I love the fact that you know the whole thing with like Crispin Glover and. And he was the original. He was the original but, dad in the oh, first one. Oh, he got replaced. And he got replaced, but they used some footage that he had filmed from the original one, and so he ended up su like suing Wait. them. And they used footage from Back to the Future One and Back to the Future no, Two. No, but who was the original Marty McFly? Oh no, 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 no. I'm Fox. talking about no, 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 no. Someone was cast before Michael J. Fox, and they dropped him like with the yeah, it Rob was, Williams. It was. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> um. 
I forget who it was, but I know who you're talking about. It's a big thing because they, they released no, the footage of him wearing the vest. Crispin Glover, Billy D. Williams was uh, Marty Mc, was was George McFly in the I first one. I love the last name McFly. 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 Marty McFly is an awesome '80s movie name. You had a oh, it is. You had a brother named Martin McFly. Had a brother. That's <laughs> The Irish, yeah, ancestor. You should see. You should see Back to the Future. It's probably on oh, YouTube. I, I want to, yeah. You can watch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably on YouTube. <laughs> Just get the gameplay. Get the gameplay, yeah. Uh, I, will, I will lend you the DVDs if you so want to watch we'll play, Back we'll to the Future. We'll finish Tales from the It's line. so good. Like, I just want to tell you what happens right now. But no, it's no, so no, good. No, no. Um, First of all, your only desire to have a podcast is so you can go and tell the stories of the games you're playing. Exactly. <laughs> it's not a... You, come on. We got other stuff to talk about. Come on. Come on. We play Gangplate Beast. Oh, we played Gang Beast. Oh my God, we need to introduce Dan to this game because I have, right I've, now. we should play right now because I've never <laughs> laughed, demo. I've never laughed harder at a game. Live <laughs> demo, folks. I would play Gang Beast tonight if I wasn't going to dinner directly after this. Um, we'll play this week. Did, did they explain Gang Beast to you, Dan? Yes. Okay. We um, explained just enough without telling him what so it was. The best part about Gang Beast is that there's this elevator level, uh, and they're on not, wires. We're not playing the elevator anymore. And you can anymore. punch the wires and cut. The cable, <laughs> and it'll just, and you spawn two and two, so there's two people on one, and two people on the other, and you just kill two people, which just immediately just that's right awesome. out of the match. The just, truck level is my favorite. That's awesome. Yeah, because they purposely pan the camera so you don't see the road sign coming, and then yeah. it just the match is over. Yeah, there's an overhead billboard that smacks it's, half the people off. That's awesome. That game, because of the procedurally generated impacts, just has some gravity. It, it feels to it, so good. It, no, it it plays like ass. It's it plays like so ass, hard to control. That, but you're that right. first that first headbutt when I knock someone oh down. Oh my god! And you're dragging your <laughs> like limp body, and you're like, <laughs> there's something that happened when Dylan picked a character of the cape. Was it you? No, I wasn't in yet. Or Tim? Uh, no, um, or no, Tim wasn't there. Wasn't Tim? It was um, Tom. It was Austin. Austin. So t- Austin's like, oh sweet, a cape. So it turns out the cape has physics too, so you can grab them by the cape and like whip them down. So they're like, they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and little like, you know, schemorphic dudes, not schemorphic. Um, um, they're just little like claymation guys. That's awesome. It's so good, yeah. and so dumb. Well, I look so forward. Stupid. We we have Towerfall too. I should show you guys Towerfall. Towerfall's fun. I almost bought Samurai Gun, and I forgot to buy it during the Steam sale. But it's one game I've been wanting for a while. It looks amazing. Uh, so I played the Division beta. Me which too. is the new Tom Clancy game. The Division looks really cool. It um, does. does stuff with menus that God. make me oh, that, want to... Uh, uh, it, it's the, awesome. That, that yeah. UI Dude, is like, just... Does it super, break the seam? Oh, man. It's way so for it. into it. Delightful. It's... <laughs> like, okay. When you summon your map, it's like an augmented reality oh, you're, map and you're around stand, you, and, and you're standing, standing in, in the middle yeah. of it. I've and seen then that. when you close out of it, you can slightly see it for like a second around you. That's cool. So there's, like I'm like running so many through little the Empire things. State Building. Like you must have a full UX team with an interaction designer who's just like at every little detail. Oh, uh, they're probably nice. designers, man, because it's all the end game. Yeah. And it does stuff. The the best part though is it. Well, yeah, they're three Provides you so it's UI everywhere, which can look terrible a lot of times. But it's cool how like when you walk, so you have this home base that you're kind of building up as you play, the post office, and when you walk in, it projects onto this wall. The status of your three bases and like really yeah, there's like a medical wing and in, stuff. Yeah, and it it I really when I first picked it up I didn't like it at all. I thought the shooting felt soft and it didn't feel. The one thing about Destiny that's awesome is that when you shoot the gun, like you feel like you're shooting something big and heavy and you're fucking something up. And the vision less so, but I started I went to this thing called the Dark Zone, 
which is like this PvP area where anyone can kill anyone, and all the loot you get in the dark zone you can drop. So to get out of the dark zone, you have to extract via helicopter that alerts every player in the dark zone. Oh my wow. god! So they come and swarm your area. And it's this, and it's all um, the the dialogue, voice chat is all location based. So oh, like so you're you like, can't just, hear. I'm like sitting there and I'm like waiting for the helicopter. And all of a sudden I hear, all right, we're, 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 they're like talking about some like, I don't know what the fuck they were talking about, like Deadpool or something. And I'm like, shit. And then when they're they're rogues, so like they have these little red icons above their heads. So I'm like, they're gonna kill me. And then they proceed to fuck me up by throwing every grenade they had at me. Fuck. And I didn't quite understand how to move around the world yet, so yeah. they, probably, they probably saw me, like, imagine if, like, you're, like, surrounding someone, you're like, we're gonna get him. And then you just jump on a box and, like, <laughs> kill him. That was me in that situation. <laughs> so, I really liked, like, the free play in Grand Theft Auto 4, and this just sounds like that. It sounds, it's, it's a structured version of it, and I, it depends on how it plays up, but I think that the fact that there's stakes to when you die mm-hmm. is awesome. I mean, yeah. Five or because all the best gear. Well, it was in stuff. five, but four it's was like, like the first iteration mm-hmm. of it. I don't know if I played Cover online. I, don't, I remember uh, playing online. Grand Theft Auto Four is probably the best thing ever. Like they gamified oh, a I lot remember more that. of it yeah. in five because you'd put like bounties on people and stuff. But in Red, four, Red Dead's online was my favorite example of that. But yeah, it's the same. Well, thing. I just really like the driving in Grand Theft Auto games. So it's just. Do you like five or four more? I never played. I like four. Like as a package more really yeah well i never played online five because i i never owned I like five the driving more than five. Oh, the driving is like comparable the driving in four i felt like i was constantly just wasted because the cars are so bad back heavy so you just fishtail everywhere a you lot go. of people said that like they were weighted improperly but i feel like the driving in both of them is the exact same huh? mm. i would get the uh the moped the faggio and we would just <laughs> do stunts <laughs> with the it. fact that it's called what it's called is just <laughs> the most rockstar games thing they could do Single, single, single. Nueve dos, nueve dos. I love, I love. Talk you radio, like GTA Five. Talk radio on the. I don't like games. the story of GTA Five. I never beat it. It's, it's I got to the torture scary. scene and I was kind of turned off by it. Torture scene is brutal. It just didn't feel right. Trevor, Trevor's character. Trevor's character is. Some scary. people really like Trevor. I, just, I was highly entertained by Trevor, but I he's just, scary. I don't think he's well written. Um, I like the part where he kills Johnny. From Which, Grand that Theft Auto was 4. Cool. I thought that was like, oh man, because that's his intro. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was brutal. Damn. Which character is Johnny? He's the biker. Five, yep. Oh yeah, the from ones. Lost and Damned. I, I love City. Lost and Damned. I love Lost and Damned. I did not get a chance to play that. I hear, I hear it was like Sons of Anarchy, the game, and I'm really bummed I missed that. It was, it was really good. It was, and it put this filter over the screen the whole time you're playing, which I like, but a lot of people hated. It was like a really grungy tone. Yeah, it was like gray. It was great, everything. Sweet. That's kind of I mean, Battle Gate Tony is cool too. Yeah, I really like Ballad Gate Tony. I like that you got the new truck. Ballad Gate Tony was a step away from being Saints Row, though. Like, in what <laughs> yeah. you do, like, yeah. you helicopter uh, into places. And yeah, like, someone you know Saints Row. I played oh. all of Saints Row 3, I and Saints it, Row 3. it felt like I was putting junk food into my brain. <laughs> no, <laughs> I guess disingenuous would say, I think Saints oh, Row is no, better than that. I can't get through no, Saints Row no, 3. No, I mean, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's really cool to play. The story is hilarious, but it just feels so silly. I can't. I hate the play, the gameplay. And really, the game. I can hear that. I think the game. I hate is the not driving, great, but Saints Row is to video games what I think. Uh, Deadpool, kind of, no, or Tim oh, and no. Eric. Okay. Yeah, okay, you know what I mean. And I think that's why I like it so much because I think that that level of I think that requires really intelligent people to do. I I think Saints Row Three is really smart. I like there's when a they're... Zork game in it. That's right. In an open world game, you play a text based adventure, and it's hilarious. So it's Frog Fractions. They have that in Fallout. They do? do? There are a lot of little mini, like there's a text-based oh, game. Oh, the cartridge games that you yep, insert the into your pit boy. You oh, I have like the, the Red Menace. Space Invaders one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, 
I like when they sing. In, in Saints Row, Row? they all sing. Like, uh, Love is yeah, what like, I got. Song? That was pretty cool. That was so great. Division, it's pretty cool. There's a beta right now. You should. It's download a beta it. right now, but it was only this weekend, right? Beta. You might have missed it. Yeah, I, I was gonna download it, and because Kelly's birthday was yesterday, right. I knew I was gonna have time to play. Well, so your, your birthday's really close. Yeah, um, wow. five days apart. Um, but yeah, no, I was going to download the, the beta uh, otherwise. But when when does it come out? Do we know? March. Yeah, I knew it was soon. They pushed it back a couple times. I think they've been worried about. Well, this is the second beta they've had, right? I'm yeah, the first beta was like three weeks ago until the reviews like come out. Yeah. Just because I, it's I'm not. not sure I, I know it's not necessarily a me type game. Uh, I don't do a, a lot of multiplayer focused games, um, so I may avoid it for that reason. But, but it's like Diablo. Yeah, it's Diablo with it's like wow. It's, it's Tom Clancy's Diablo. I will say for me though, for Diablo, like the joy of that for me is couch co op, not online yeah. multiplayer. Like yeah. I'd rather play Diablo with three other people in the room with me. Did you ever play Diablo uh, alone? Yeah. See, I played a lot of Diablo by myself. Too. I like that too. I like that a lot, which is why I like loot games. Yeah, I I like some loot games. Other loot games get a little over the top for me because I. I, well, I like to collect everything, and then I'm like, shit, I can't carry all this, and I have to blah, blah, blah. And, but I think Diablo does a really great job with it. Inventory management is the worst trope in video games. What's yeah. the inventory like in Division? It, uh, so I, I didn't get it. I've Come only played like an clicks hour. to get through things, but it's still pretty okay. The menus look sweet. Yeah, everything looks, it just, looks it just amazing. Looks so cool. The way I, that I like the way Blacklist looks. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. no, I, I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen some videos of the Division. It looks really cool. Um, and I think Ubisoft is just you know they have that down stylish. Yeah. They got like it looks like a lot of money was put into it, and I like. Well, that hopefully they get a lot of money out of it. Cause... I don't think they will. Uh, that's, that game's been development for a long time. The division. Yeah, I think, and it's made by a developer that I really like because they made World in Conflict, which is like one of my favorite RTSs. Um, it came out a long time ago, but that was a sweet game. It's a uh, Ubisoft. Uh uh-uh. Zimbabwe. It's... Fuck! What's the name of the developer? Um, shit. I don't know what it is. So okay, have you guys ever seen the series? Um, uh, did you know gaming? Have you ever seen those videos? No. All it's- right. So so they always pick a game and then they go like through stuff about the game. So sometimes it's just like a single game. Like they did one for Undertale, and it's like all these factoids about like the development of Undertale and things like that. Um, the videos have vertical sidebars, but instead of them being black bars, it's just uh, pictures of 8-bit sprite characters from old NES games. Rare Replay does that. Yeah, so it's like, you know, Red from Pokemon, it's it's Mario from Super Mario Bros. 3, it's Batman from the NES Batman game. I was watching one of these videos with Wendy, and I paused it, I said, Wendy, can you name all these characters? And granted, she had a couple drinks in her. <laughs> Should we go down the list? I'm busted. <laughs> Kid Icarus, or no, Pitt from Kid Icarus is on there. I go, who's that? She goes, Tom Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's awesome. I lost my mind. <laughs> find this That's awesome. Is this the, the division? This is the division. That's pretty. It is pretty. Yeah. Oh, you, this this is nothing. So I'll describe what we're looking at right now. It's the... It's a bearded uh, man. He's holding a gun. I can't the, find the studio that made the game. See one of them terrorizers the for the division. I think Tom Clancy made the game. And Tom, this yeah, is Tom actually Clancy, the author of, of the menu so far. This is the ugliest one. This uh, I just want to show. I just want to show you guys. Now show, yeah, show show them the the in game UI. The is this like a single load? 
Yeah, so this is basically just doing matchmaking. So it, it loads, it does matchmaking to get you into the instance you're going into and loads the game. Okay. Oh, and that's the other thing that's awesome, Alex. Don't they have hidden loads, too? There's hidden loads, and it's you. It's just like Mass Effect, where you're walking. Yep. You know, the elevator well, yeah, loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're a little more subtle, but they're really well done. Because I remember them talking about our, on Giant Bomb that when you were walking out of your main base, I'm in the dark zone. out into the uh, oh, shit. road, mm-hmm. that it was like a hidden load, because there was like a, a, like a small jump. So that's like a mini load. So look, check that out. Boom! In game UI that's shows cool. up on the screen. The fir- when I first pulled it off, I was Boom. like, wow, "Okay, wow, that's cool." And then look at this. Zoom! It's still there. It'd be cool if it was like dust. You need to kind of brush it away. It's great, but the shooting is not. The, sh- the shooting is okay. It- I didn't realize. I didn't realize the shooting was third person for Dude, some reason. It's all like cover based, like Gears of War. Yeah, yeah. So pretty funny. Is it, I'm um, definitely more interested now than I was uh, a few weeks ago. Is there any like parkour in it? Uh, no. No. So speaking of parkour, the other game I played this week was I, start, I started uh, Arkham Knight. Ah. Oh, Ooh, Arkham Knight's fun. So we were talking about driving, and I know that one of the big knocks on that game when it came out was people were bitching about the Batmobile. I like it. I fucking love the Batmobile, dude. I love nice. the Batmobile. How can you not like makes Batmobile? Me summon the Batmobile oh, is incredible. Well, one, like, of the, <laughs> one of the best feeling things is when you you like grapple into a glide and then you go over a road and you summon the Batmobile and basically just dive right into the Batmobile from the air. That's awesome. It's one of the coolest feeling things I've felt in any game. It is awesome. Does it feel weird to shoot Massive. criminals? Is it like does so that, that raise you, an eyebrow? You at only all? do it. You shoot him with stun you rounds. Only do <laughs> yeah, it. Okay. In the from the Batmobile, you don't do it as Batman. Well, oh, I knew, I knew that. Um, also, the Arkham games, you're fucking dudes up. Fair. Yeah. You're breaking bones. There's there's still a lie though, even if their existence is lo- is now a shell of what it formerly was. <laughs> we eat um, through a tube. Oh, yeah, Tim and I had a joke where I always put the like some of the Batmobile and it would hit like six guys on the way to me, and I'd pull in the Bat Vision, and it's like. 50 beats per minute, and he'd be like, still alive. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Same with you, I, not it's, Batman. It's, uh... Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think it's that weird. Um, it, it, you know, it reminds me a bit of, like, the Tim Burton Batman. Uh, yeah, I, I was, think that's why I don't like it. There was a little more of, of the, the shooting uh, mm. Batmobile sort of stuff going on there. But the Batmobile to me didn't. It's not a huge part of the game. No, it's not. I, I think a lot of people complained that that they said it felt like they forced you to use the Batmobile. The first two hours. The first maybe. two hours uses it a lot, yeah. um, and it does use it for some of the Joker stuff and I'm not Joker. The Riddler, um, Riddler stuff. All the Riddler stuff. Yeah, and so it it become, but it becomes a puzzle mechanic, and I'm I'm cool with that. Um, it does it does. A, I will say. If you have not, which I think everyone in this room has, but if you have not played any of the Arkham games already, um, you dive right in with a lot of abilities. Like, a lot of the abilities that you have to unlock over time in Arkham City, you start with. And Good. so that's how it should be. But you need to you need to know how to use them. So if oh, you've never shit. played Arkham Knight, if you or if you've never played an Arkham game, do not start with Arkham Knight because one of the things I will say about Arkham City, I loved Arkham City. Uh, it, it, if you stop playing it for a month or two and then come back to it you're like shit I gotta remember how to do all these different combinations Um, so even though I did play that it's still taking me a moment to be like wait so how many times do I have to press B before I press this to do this one combination I hate it I hate it I love the fight system yeah but those combos the fight system feels really good the combos combos where you do the two button thing is pretty dumb but I I did like 
there's a couple of good ones, but also they introduced the the fear takedowns where you can tag like multiple enemies to jump out and knock down. And I like that. That's fucking yep. sweet. Overall, it's just you know if you like the fight system and you like the physics and you enjoy the mythology, it, it just does a great job. And the burn up to revealing who the Arkham Knight. That yeah, and I haven't gotten to that yet. Um, I, 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 wrote I just started that, the game. But once I figured out who it was, I kind of fell off. I haven't beaten it yet. I bet it's Red Hood. Um, I love the That's voice actor for Scarecrow. It's uh, it's, it's Walter Bishop. Walter Bishop from Fringe. Yeah. Which I didn't realize until... Mm. Uh, is it the old guy? Yeah. Okay. Cause, and in the show... Who is also Australian. Yeah. Scarecrow's <laughs> a big part of Arkham Knight. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. I love, I love that villain. The only thing I... Re- like, yes, I do too. I've talked about how I don't like the art direction in the Arkham games. Ooh, really, I do. Ooh, but I, do. I really don't I do. like the way... Mr. Freeze is because Mr. Freeze is probably my favorite villain. I actually, I, I actually don't like his Mr. design in do. Arkham City. I do. Dude, and in, in, in Arkham City, the Mr. Freeze storyline is awesome. I love. The, well, that's that 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 whole storyline in general with with Nora and stuff is is. But that's like Mr. Freeze's only storyline. It's yeah, only his wife. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. It's always about his wife. I'm saying it does it does a really good job of, of portraying it. I mean, that's right. where comic books succeed. Often is is in taking villains and taking that hyperbolic stance on something there with that that single fatal flaw is what drives them to be the crazy shit that they are um, and and so i think you know with with victor freeze being that consumed with doing anything he possibly can it's to Mr. save freeze his wife to you well you know if you're naughty it's vic it's vic i don't know um <laughs> big vic, vic is like the flu stuff <laughs> um but i think i i think that works for me for for freeze um, for me it goes arkham asylum arkham knight arkham city though arkham asylum well, i think, I think we favorite. can all agree that anything is better than fox's gotham and the, mr freeze is on gotham. that now yeah i heard I, he's on it now i, 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 gotham I see, got better i so gotham is i i like the halfway through important. the first season of gotham the acting was so bad that i was like god i really should just stop watching this, but I forced myself to watch the rest of the first season, and then I said, "Fuck it, I am not going to waste my time watching this again." It was, it was terrible. Yeah. I haven't seen any of those like seen TV. I've seen uh, superhero shows. Bruce Wayne is one of the worst child actors oh, I have God. ever That's seen. That's saying something. I the saw the first writing, episode. And was like, nope. The writing for that show is terrible. They do. I don't know. They do the mythology all wrong. Has, I just has anyone seen Flash? Is Flash good? Oh Tim god, I love the Flash. Flash. Is Arrow, Arrow good? I love Arrow. It's and he watches DC superheroes or whatever. Uh, Legends, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. I really yeah. want to see it, but it's, I only have Netflix. Pretty, it's, um, it's. I mean, if you want to talk junk food, it's it's Saturday morning cartoons for adults. It's okay. great. It's it's so good. It's it looks better than it should for the budget that that show has. I'll say that, but yeah. it still doesn't look nearly as good as Daredevil. As Daredevil. I am excited for Daredevil. I didn't. So that's the one thing that bummed me about Jessica Jones. That I didn't think it was shot nearly as well as Daredevil. Mm. Uh, I'm probably gonna uh, get people together at my place when season two comes out. So oh, we uh, watch all of it. Jessica Jones. No, uh, uh, Daredevil. 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 I need to watch Daredevil. season one. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So good. I'll probably uh, end up I watching love everything with Kingpin in that episode. I, I mean, think so. I, the big thing there is I need to see if Kelly is interested in it because if she's not, I'll just watch it. With Sarah her. loved it. Kel's not into violence. And when, I heard it was Wendy hated Daredevil. She loved Jessica it, Jones. Daredevil is super violent. I've heard it's super sense. violent. Like Kelly, Kelly has a hard time with violence. So, I really like Jessica Jones. Uh, well, now I that we know De- where we all stand, I think Jessica Jones was four episodes too long. Mm. I think that's what you told me one time too, and I, I, I once I watched it, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Daredevil. Yeah. I feel like it, it built up, and then I was like, "All right, I'm uh, done." And then he escaped. Yeah. So. I feel like David Tan could have been scarier if they held off on showing him for a while. I liked his Kilgrave. That was my favorite. Oh, part. I thought he was a great character. I just wish they had kind of like 
And I like her. And I like Luke Cage. Luke Cage, man, Luke Cage. Luke Cage nailed that casting. Made me excited for Luke Cage. Dude, I'm excited for... You know that's Agent Locke from Halo 5? I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm excited for Iron Fist whenever that happens. Iron Fist is like my least favorite Marvel superhero. I know nothing about Iron... I mean, I... I know Iron as much as any, any Actually, man. Actually, Luke Cage might be my other. I, I never got a Luke Cage. Uh, I got I like Luke I got Cage. into Defenders because when I was growing up, Marvel Knights was the thing. I don't know. I know the Marvel. Yeah, Knights. I mean Luke Cage's like comic books seems because they were. I saw like pages from Luke Cage's comics over the years, and they look kind of dumb. But I mean Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Well, my my cool. my favorite Luke Cage is in Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and I was like, this character's not fun. <laughs> Marvel <laughs> Ultimate Alliance is an awesome game, though. Who my oh, lineup? What, what was that like? Four player. Oh yeah, that's Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, I played the first one. Yeah, it's been legend. I loved Marvel versus Capcom fighting game. Yeah, I like some MVC. So whatever. Oh yeah, Street Fighter Five just came out. I yes, I you know so I really wish Street Fighter Five were on Xbox One. Uh, because I would play it because man, I was watching some of the previews for that game and it just brought me back to playing Street Fighter Two Turbo. I wish there was. A, oh god, a that was big, a lot of my childhood. I Street, loved, I loved Street Fighter. There's a pretty big uh, scene in Richmond at Strange Matter because they had a Street really? Fighter Four cabinet there for a while. Really? Yeah. So if you want to get into it, we can go Strange Matter one night. Bring quarters. Uh, hell yes. Uh, oh, Strange Matter Tuesday this week. Um, this band I love called Comrades is playing their Comrade. instrumental progressive. Is it Colossus' uh, band? Yes, progressive uh, instrumental. Uh, sorry, instrumental progressive metal trio, and they're playing at Strange Matter. So I'm just gonna go watch them play. You guys should come. We can play video games there. I want to have a burger from Strange Matter. I've never been in Strange Matter. Hey, does anyone have utility updates? How are your utilities, Dan? My utilities are great. I got my power bill was so expensive because mm-hmm. of the heat. Yeah. Oh yeah, my power it happens. I got, a, I got a new dishwasher. I told my landlord, I was like, hey, our dishwasher's making funny sounds. He's like, all right, well, we'll replace it. I was like, oh, okay. The, That's the, why we're running we rocks. Got, we got the pump in our uh, <laughs> we're actually uh, going washing machine fixed. Uh, we did bring, <laughs> we weren't having any hot water in the shower, so we brought in a plumber to fix that. You asked. Living the dream. You brought it up, basically. When are we going to resurface the basketball court in your backyard? Well, uh, as soon as it gets warm, let's do it. Oh, and they, <laughs> they pulled out the entire sidewalk in front of our apartment. Oh, yeah, like they were re-bricking it. And... So, so we're walking on wet concrete until I Well you can walk around ground. it. No, I can't. It's like no, the no, entire I have stretch. To walk right through really? it. Really? Yeah. Did you lay down on it and make concrete angels? Yep. <laughs> I knew you would. Um, what's the next game that we're all gonna play? Because I kinda like that with Firewatch. Well, we should all finish off Tales of the Border. Tales oh, of the Border. Right. Yeah. It's so good. Alright, Tales of the Border. And then, the and then what are we playing after that? I was gonna say Minerva's Den. I think we should all play Minerva's Den. Now do That's I need to cheap. do I need to have Bioshock 2 on the Yeah, is it standalone? Uh, it's free when you buy Bioshock well, 2. Do you have to uh, play well, through already, part no. of Bioshock 2? It's just right from the you menu of Minerva's Den. But you should play through the rest. If you've not I don't want Bioshock to 2. That is there a way I can do this without either A, buying a new copy of Bioshock 2, or, or B, hooking up my Xbox 360 and buying shit on that? Yeah, I was going to say, because I have Bioshock 2 for Xbox 360, but I don't really feel compatible? like hooking up my yeah, I don't, Xbox yeah, One. I don't want to buy something new to store on the It's going to be backward compatible. Dan says, oh, I was saying but, you could play it on your laptop. It's on Mac. Oh, well, let's see, let's see if it's standalone. Cause if it's standalone, it's like three ninety nine. Oh, Minerva's Den. Minerva's Den's not standalone. Oh, then, yeah. It's $10. You play Dear Esther? Mm. We could, because I already bought that and downloaded it. I, I, feel like I, don't, it. I feel like I don't know anything about Dear Esther. All right. Do you want to know about Dear Esther? Give me the one sentence pitch. Um, A guy banishes himself to an island off the coast of England and writes letters to this woman named Esther. And he narrates the letters as you travel around the island. How long uh, does it take cool. to play? Two hours. Okay. You can do Dear Esther. Uh, cool. Yeah. What's the art style like? 
It's it's nice video it, video game. You know, uh, everyone's gone to the rapture. Yes, it's that. It's okay. the same company. Oh, ah, word. It's a Chinese room. It looks like this. Yeah. Some rocks that are low polygon. Yeah, it's it's early dark and stuff. Look at that cave. Thrilling radio, everyone. The concept of the Chinese room, like the programming concept, is still. What is the Chinese room? So the Chinese room is this concept about AI. It's um, and we we went over it again in natural language processing, but it's still hard to understand. So imagine you had this room, right? Then there are no doors to it, and there's a person inside the room, and on one side of the room is uh one person who's writing notes in English, and she's passing it through a slot in the wall. And the person inside the room takes the note and translates it to Chinese and then sends it either back to the same person or to a different person. So he's, so he's just translating. He's acting like a rudimentary translating AI. And the question is, is the person does the person know Chinese if he's just reading it from the book? And it's this concept <laughs> of AI of that. Does the, is the machine learning if it's just doing some sort of process that you told it to. You're, being order, you're ordering it to? Wow. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, it's just, but it's like a weird, like one of those weird theoretical concepts that it's like, like it's like Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, Meow. but like there are other ones like you know, a Turing test or something like that mm-hmm. that has like more right. actual con concrete concepts. Yeah. Do but, you dream of electric sheep? Yeah, it's, it's no, just weird you're thing. a human. Um, cool. Anything else? Video yeah. games. Um, so Tales from the Borderlands next homework assignment. Okay. Cool. cool. Hey, look, I finished it. You did Yay! It. Did it. It's real good. We'll show Dan Gang Beast. Yeah. Dan, do you have anything else? That's it. DanCotting.com. Dylan, do you have anything else? Bang Geese. What? Bang Geese. What? Gang Beast. Oh. 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 Jang oh. Beast. Jang Beast. All right, bro. BangGeese.com. Bang Geese. DylanElvento.com. Here's your website. Dot Ward, com. Ward-Games.com. Dot Subscribe com. to the podcast. Rate us on iTunes. Dot com. Um, Ward Video Games on Twitter. Do we have any other? Things? No. no Law no. Partage. R slash R Law <laughs> Partage is a subreddit. The, um, it actually got pulled down, I think. Yeah. AlexRice.net. Hey, is dot com available? Nope. Still not. Okay. Still not. Still not. And uh, Mason Brown. I'll find who took it. Not me. No, but War Dash Games. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. And we Ooh. are out. No, 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 no.